You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. A couple months back, some of the staff asked if I had a theme uh, for the revival. And I said, honestly, I do not. But in the last few days, maybe the last week or so, the word change uh, just kept coming to me. Uh, We can worship uh, and we can stand and uh, get all jacked up and leave and experience no change. And so uh, I'm all for uh, everything that, that goes on, but my prayer has been that God would change uh, each one of us. And uh, so over the next several nights, I pray that you would seek God, that he would change your life and he would remove things. Uh, on the, For the sake of time, and I apologize to those uh, that's been through the membership class and uh, normally we bring you down front, but I, I just feel this inside of me, I need to preach. And uh, so I'm going to acknowledge those that are, if you're here today, if you would just stand, Robert Davis. Is Robert Davis in the house? Right? All right. Okay. There you are, Bob. All right. Um, Catherine and uh, Catherine Dietz. Dietz. Oh, I'm sorry. There we go. All right. Let's make her welcome. Louise K. Fletcher. Louise, they're clear in the back. She's from Morgantown. Drives from Morgantown. Wes Hanson. Where's Wes? Is he in the house? Somebody help me. Got all these lights. I can't see. All right. We'll check with him later. Okay. Brianna Harris. Ah, they in the house. Hey, how's the baby doing? Baby had surgery, doing all right. Brianna and Dave Harris, again, let's, let's uh, welcome them, all right. Rebecca Morris, where there's Rebecca. Hey, welcome, Rebecca. Glenn Wrights, Grace Wrights, and Mary Wrights, where are they at? There they are. Man, they drive, I don't know, about 45 minutes to get here. Mary Nestor, is Mary in the house? There she is, back there in the back. We welcome Mary. How about Amy Simmons? Brian, come get to Amy, is Amy in the house? These will be at the information desk. If you will stop there, it's your membership certificate. Stand with me for the reading of the Word of God. I know we've been standing for a little while, but not that long. I changed the title of the message earlier this morning. The title of the message is Mount Up. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. Mount Up. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. 
Pastor Aaron, would you take that microphone to Pastor Rita? And Pastor Rita, would you bless the reading of the Word of God, please, this morning? Heavenly Father, as we come to you this morning, we're standing here at the table and we're hungry. We want to be fed. I can feel an excitement in the air. Mm -hmm. I feel revival in the air. I feel victory. Father, everywhere you go, people are expecting something in this house. And I know that Pastor has worked on this word. And I like that little by little, you're changing me. Mm -hmm. Help us not to look at our husband or our wife or our friend or our neighbor, but change us little That's by right. little line upon line and precept upon precept. Change us, Lord. Uh, just a complete metamorphosis uh, until we are what you want us to be. And Father, help us to soar with wings like eagles, uh, to That's rise right. above right. the storm. Yes. And Father, just to be like the eagle, Father, and to have the eyes and the keenness that they have. Mm -hmm. Father, help us to wait on you. Anoint our pastor this morning. Let the words as they flow let it drip with anointing. Father, just let us see an obvious anointing and let it drip and flow all over us. Bless us, Lord. We're a hungry people. We want you. We need you. And we ask for revival. Your anointing make eagles out of all of us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. All right. Let's read that one more time. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. They... But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, and they shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. The Israelites who first received this promise was worn out from their hardships. And I wonder if there's anybody in the house this morning that feels like you're just about wore out from the hardships that you have been going through day by day. The Israelites had lived in exile in Babylon for several decades. I, I wonder if there's anyone in the house uh, that's felt like you've been in hardships uh, for several decades. If, if that's you, uh, then you're in the right place because God, I believe, has a word for you this morning. Uh, their perspective uh, was darkened by their despairing thoughts. And I don't know about you, uh, but there's always seems to be a battle in my mind. There, there seems to be a negative voice uh, that wants to speak to me at times. So their perspective uh, was darkened by their despairing thoughts. Uh, and in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 27, this is what they said. My way is hid from the Lord uh, and my judgment is passed uh, over from my God. They thought God couldn't help them, or possibly they thought that God didn't care. So maybe somebody is here this morning, and you have been in hardships, and you've come to the place on this journey where you feel like God cannot help you, or maybe God doesn't care. I, I, I just want you to know, Duke, that God can help you, and God still cares about you. I don't know if there's anyone on this side, that feels like God has not heard them, but I'm here to tell you today that God knows exactly where you are at and God cares about you and God loves you and God will not leave you and God will not forsake you. Somebody in the house, give God, Jehovah, a hand clap and a shout of praise. 
So Isaiah used a, a pair of words. He used two words, faint and weary. And he used those two words three times in the span of the verses 27 through verse 31. They weren't just weak in body, but they was also weak in spirit. Somebody say, revive us again. Somebody say it like you really want it and expect it. Revive us again. So Isaiah responded, have you not heard? And I don't want to go there quite yet, but I'll come back to there. That's in Isaiah 40 and 28. But Paul writes to us in the New Testament in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 through 10, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are cast down, but not destroyed. Do you hear me? Get this in your spirit today. Uh, troubled on every side. Distressed, but we and perplexed, uh, but we are not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Uh, mailed up like an eagle and fly where you're supposed to fly because the devil is a liar. He wants to kill your family. He wants to discourage you, but I'm here with the good gospel news uh, that there is a way to mount up uh, and fly above uh, and get into the heavenly where we belong. Somebody give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he better pace himself. It's a long week. So I want to share, it's in me, and I want to bring it out. I want to share some of the biblical secrets of what I would call radiant Christian living. Christians, how are we supposed to live? If we are truly honest with ourselves, we have to admit that there is very much failure in our Christian living and our Christian service. If we're honest with ourselves, we fall. Paul said, I know to do the things to do and I don't do them. And I know not to do the things not to do and I still do them. Anybody in the house named Paul? Yeah. The word of God convinces us of our failures. I don't have to try to convince you. Oftentimes we do faint. Oftentimes we have no power according to verse 29 because he said he giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increases strength. So if we didn't not have power, he wouldn't have to give it to us. So there's times that we all struggle. Do we not often grow tired? Do we not often frequently fall According to Romans 3 and 23, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, all, including myself. In verse 30, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Young people, you need to hear me. I was uh, with the young uh, adult group last night, my wife and I, and we went bowling and brought them back to our house. And your young man and them guys, they, they all got guns on them. And I used to have uh, guns, and now I got water pistols. And, and <laughs> you wasn't supposed to laugh at I used to have a chest, now I got Chester drawers, right? Young people, listen to me. You will grow weary. 
you will grow weary. You need to hear this message. The power of God is unexhausted. God's still all power. Do you hear me? The power of God is inexhaustible. Inexhaustible. And our own heart tells us that we grow weary. In Proverbs 14 and 10, the heart knoweth his own bitterness. You know when you get tired. You know when you feel like God's not listening and God doesn't care. So what is the primary cause of this failure? Help me, Lord. What is the primary cause of this failure in our life? Ignorance. Ignorance of the resources which are at our very disposal. Yes, ignorance. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Don't be so ignorant. <laughs> Hosea chapter four, verse six. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. The children of Israel had received instruction on how to live in this fallen world, but they did not heed. You and I have all the instruction that we need to live in a fallen world. Do we heed? They were given the information through the prophets and the priests and the kings and all the scriptures, but they rejected the word of God. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 22 and verse 29. Jesus answered and said unto them, ye do err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. He said, you do err. Because you don't know the scriptures. And if you don't know the scriptures, you will never know the power of God. Do you hear me? Somebody say amen. amen. So let's, I said Isaiah 40 and 28 earlier and I wanted to wait a little bit. Well, we're there. It's a little bit. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28. Hast thou not known Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not? Neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. The everlasting God. The rebellious nation of Israel needed reminded of who God is. Do you need reminded this morning who God is? Israel needed reminded that their God is all powerful. He was creator, is creator. They need reminded that he's the generous provider. Do you need reminded that God is Jehovah Jireh? He is a generous provider. My God will meet all my needs according to his riches through Christ Jesus in glory. If God has met your needs and you know God is all powerful, give God a hand clap. 
the rebellious nation of Israel needed reminded that God was their strong tower. They need a reminder that he's the shepherd, their shepherd. He's their peace and he's their defender. And he's their helper in the time of trouble. Have you not heard? Do you not know that God is almighty and God cares about you and God knows, Vern, what you're going through and where you've been and where you're headed. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Do you need reminded? I'm here to remind you today. He's God. He never gets weary. Do you not know what are the resources that are at your very disposal the Lord, the everlasting God, the creator is offering us all of the resources of power and strength. I don't know about you, but I need his power. I don't know about you, but I need his strength. Do you hear me? This God, this mighty Lord is placing all of his unlimited resources of strength and of his power at our very disposal. It's all right there but we must tap into these resources. And I'm sitting back as your pastor and I'm watching many tap into the resources of the men's Bible study and the women's Bible study and the life groups and recharge and over in the kids cove. We had to add two more new classrooms in the last two weeks. Uh, I'm telling you, people are starting to tap into the resources that God and that's going to change uh, the ministry. That's going to change the direction. That's going to change the atmosphere. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. So my question to you is, have you tapped in? Or are you still waiting? There'll never be a change until you tap in. God help me. This God, this mighty Lord, he's placed it all right there for us. So what is the secondary cause of our failure? It's because we don't tap in to the resources. Verse 29 says he gives, he gives, but you gotta receive. He said, I'll give it to you, but you gotta receive. So how can this mighty enabling become mine? Isaiah 40 and 31, they that wait upon the Lord. Somebody say wait. Somebody beside you seven say wait. wait. Well, that word wait doesn't mean to pray. Doesn't mean to worship. Doesn't mean to attend church. Doesn't mean to read my Bible. Yes to all those things, but not primarily. From Isaiah chapter 41, verse one, we learn that it means to be silent. Verse one, it says, keep silence before me. So let me compare that over to Psalms chapter 62, verse one. Truly, my soul waiteth upon God, truly. From him cometh my salvation. That word waiteth means to be silent. Waiting upon God means to cast upon him in utter dependence. Even when I can't see it, I know you're working, God. Even when I don't see anything changing in my family, 
even when I don't see my finances getting better, I know because I'm silent before you because I've wrapped myself up in you, God, and I am trusting, God, that you are the way maker, that you will make a way when there seems not to be a way. Even when I can't see you, I know, God, because I'm silent. I'm in your presence, God. I'm depending on you, God. I look back and you was there. I look back before and you was there. Why would I not look back and say the God that was with me yesterday is the God that is with me today and the God that is with me today will be with me tomorrow. God, even when I can't see it, God, even when I don't hear it, God, I know that I know that I know that all things work for the good. Oh, somebody in the house give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Change. Change, 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 change me, Lord. The word waiteth means to be silent. Trust, you gotta trust him. Proverbs chapter three, verse five. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Trust in the Lord. How's your heart today? He didn't say a half a heart. He said, trust in the Lord with all, all thy heart. I still got a ways to go. Lean not unto thy own understanding. I still, I still struggle. I still want to do it by myself. In all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, God, if I just be silent in all of my ways and I'll just stand here, God, and wrap myself up in you, God. You said you would direct my path. God, I'm not moving till you tell me to move. Well, God, I'm just gonna trust you. I'm gonna be silent, God. And when the Holy Ghost comes upon me and tells me, go ahead and take a step, I take a step, God. Even when I don't see it, even when I don't feel it, even when I don't hear it, God, I know, God, you're going to come down and God you're going to lead me and God you're going to direct me somebody in the house give him a hand clap and a shout of praise <laughs> Psalms chapter 37 verse 3 through 5 trust in the Lord and do good so shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of thy heart Ain't that amazing? Not only will he provide all of my needs, but when I walk with him and I surrender myself to him, he said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. You can't beat that. That's better than Kentucky Fried Chicken right there. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Commit thy way unto the Lord. That means you gotta get rid of your way. You gotta make a commitment. People don't like commitment. They don't. People can't stay in a job, they can't stay in a relationship, can't stay in a church. Uh-oh. <laughs> Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. He shall maybe bring it to pass. No, no, no. He shall. He shall. What am I talking about? Complete confidence in the Lord and absolutely no confidence in myself. You didn't get that. Absolute confidence in the Lord and absolutely no confidence in ourselves. 
I'm going to tell you something. I'm being honest and I mean this. I'm being honest as I can be. I can't do a thing without God. Not one time, hold on, not one time have I ever driven up this hill or walked in this building and thought to myself, look what I have done. Because can I tell you, I can't even get out of bed in the morning without mounting up like an eagle in the presence of God. I can't even bend over and put my shoes on. I can't pick up a Bible. I can't do a thing without God Almighty. But with God, all things are possible and there is nothing that I can't do because I'm like an eagle that can rise up above the storms of life and take a trip. Somebody give God another hand clap and a shout of praise. Whoa, my goodness. So what is the result when you wait upon the Lord? Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew. Shoo, glory. Shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You gotta catch this church. Uh, there is four things in this verse uh, that you have got to get a hold of uh, and you gotta leave with it and you gotta keep it in your walk with God and it'll change your life. Uh, we shall have God's strength uh, in place of our weakness. I don't know about you, uh, but in Robert there is a lot of weakness, but in God, uh, I've got the strength of God and I'm stronger today than I was when I was a young man. If there's anybody in the house that would like to have a deposit from heaven above with the strength of God, you ought to give God a shout of praise and a hand clap this morning. We shall have God's strength in place of our weakness. In verse 31, he says, renew maybe translated in some of the uh, books that I look into is change. Change, every time I turn around the last couple of weeks, that word change. You want renewed, then there's gotta be some change. It can also be translated exchange. You gotta give him some stuff for his stuff. Oh boy, I better leave that one alone. Won't nobody come back tonight. You got to get this. Have you realized that your greatest weakness is your own strength? I don't think a lot of you got it. Your greatest weakness is your own strength. When you say, I don't need you, God. I got this. I got this. If you will go before the Lord in utter weakness... He will exchange your weakness for his strength. What kind of strength does he give? Does he give physical strength? Absolutely. Romans 8 and 11 says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I need strength. I need physical strength. I'm serious, I do. I look in the mirror, I'm getting old. I need some physical strength and he's a God that will keep me strong. How about mental strength? He's the fountain of wisdom. 
I said, he's the fountain of wisdom. If any don't have wisdom, ask. He'll give it to you. Romans 12 and two, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Your mind will be transformed by the word of God. You'll never mount up if you're not mounted in the word of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? Boy, that didn't go well either, did it? I might as well just go ahead and nail that hammer or nail that hammer that nail to the ground. A lot of you come to church on a Sunday morning and don't bring a Bible. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't definitely coming back tonight. It ain't happening. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, he needs to move on. How about moral strength? Moral in America. Morality. Morals. Flush it. Gone. In most places. But it don't have to be in our place. 2 Timothy 2 and 1, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Don't make it sloppy grace. Just because you got the grace of God, you don't have to go around. I started to say something wasn't real, real proper right there. And Mary gave me permission. But I'm not going there. I hear that voice. Don't go there. How about spiritual strength? Acts 1 and 8, but you shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, power, wonder working power. So I said, you got to catch it. The second thing you got to catch, we shall enjoy life above the average. People say to me, have a, have a good day. And I, my response every time is every day, every day. You heard me say a few weeks ago, we were going somewhere and went through Chick-fil-A and they handed me a drink and the lid wasn't fastened and I picked it up and it went right down, clear to my socks and my socks was soaked and I said, Dagon it! And my wife said, every day. <laughs> we were going somewhere to stay overnight and I looked at her, I said, if you'd have been you, we just had to turn around and go home. Don't tell me every day. <laughs> See, I had you mad at me 30 seconds ago. You got to catch it. Live life above the average. What is your life? Your life is but a vapor. And it appears for a little while. And it's gone. It's a short season. You gotta live above the average, and I'm gonna show you that. In Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, they shall mount up, they shall mount up, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. Far above, far above earth's level, where the things of this earth grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. How fly are you? How high? How fly are you, Hein? <laughs> Let's push rewind. How high are you flying? The eagle is the boy, I'm about to have fun. The eagle is the bird which flies so high. That it's lost to the natural sight. 
An eagle flies 10,000 feet above ground. Can you imagine that? 10,000. The eagle flies can fly up to 100 miles a day and in migrating can fly as far as 250 miles in a day. 10,000 feet in the air. An eagle can see its prey two miles away. And I didn't read this next part, but if it can, it hit me in my spirit. If an eagle can see its prey from two miles away, wonder how far it can see its enemy. Huh? An eagle has got a good diet. An eagle eats fish. Yeah. And meat. Paul Smith, I got to thinking about our conversation. I believe I'm correct. It was a few years ago. Your pond up at Glady, you stocked it with big trout. And them trout disappeared. Am I right? And he kept wondering, what's going on with my trout? And one day he seen an incoming 747. <laughs> an eagle coming from high, seeing its prey, came down, swooped under the water, came back up, not with chicken feed, but he had fish. It might have already been grilled, I don't know. <laughs> Are you an eagle? Huh? That's where we belong. Eagles are monogamous. When they get a mate, they stay together forever. Huh. How's that working in the church? You ain't coming back tonight. You ain't coming back tonight. So where the eagle is is where we belong now. Somebody say now. Philippians 3 and 20, for our conversation is in heaven. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Here and now we have been raised up with Christ through his resurrection and our born again experience. We are no longer in the barnyard, in the chicken coop, but we are in the heavenlies with Christ Almighty. Somebody give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Ephesians 2 and 6, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Have you been raised up? Y'all, you can be saved, but that don't mean you're flying. Do you hear what I'm saying? Colossians 3, 1 and 2, if you then be risen with Christ, and then I underline this next word, seek. Those things which are above Seek those things which are above. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affections on things above and not on things of the earth. Where are you seeking? Yet many Christians, instead of flying around 10,000 feet, are still earthbound. Hopping on the ground like a chicken with one foot. 
You notice I didn't do this right foot. That's the one I got pickled the other day, right? Pickleball. So instead of flying in the heavenlies like an eagle, we've been made to fly around a chicken coop, hopping around. Chicken coop. You ever been in a chicken coop? How high does a chicken fly? I Googled that. Thank God for Google. It's amazing that Siri, I don't know who that Siri is. They're, they're right there all the time. It's, it's almost as good as DoorDash, right? DoorDash. Okay, I'm sorry. I said, help, Siri. Yes, Robert. My Aunt Tani's 92, she loves that. She said, did you hear that? Does Siri know who you are? Yes, Robert. I said, how, how high does a chicken fly? A chicken, hold on a second. A chicken flies 10 feet. I, I did this this morning for anybody got here. It's just about another, right? Right there. There's 10 feet right there. Right there. That's how high. Scotty, come here a second. What'd you say? Oh my God. I can't even get two inches off the ground. I seen you fly one time. Scotty got happy at the old church. The stage was about that high. He took off running and went airborne. He hit face first and bounced. I looked at him. I said, hey, brother, your takeoff looked good, but your landing needs some working. <laughs> okay, right here is 25 feet. Right. Yep, 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 yep. Right there. All right. Now come to me. Come to me. Come to me. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Is that all the faster you could go? Come on, come on. All right, right, whoa, 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 whoa. So, too fast, right there, all right? You got the point, all right? Okay, there, don't steal this, this is mine, okay? 40 feet by 10 feet. A chicken can go 10 feet high. A chicken, when he's in the air 10 feet high, he can go 40 feet long. Are you a chicken? <laughs> Are you a chicken? Seriously. You know, what, you know what chickens do? Chickens walk around with their head down. I see a lot of chickens coming in this, this hen house. Chickens are always walking around like this. With, with their nose, I gotta, say, I gotta be careful how I say that, all right? Pecking at the ground. You, you know what a chicken eats? Chicken food. I don't care if you bake it, deep fry it, put salt and pepper on it, it's still chicken food. And it's no good. You know what else a chicken, a chicken's in its own poop. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. You ain't gonna catch no eagle in its own mess. Huh? Change me, God. God, I've been hanging out in a chicken coop too long, eating bugs and worms and messing in my own mess. You know what your own mess is? A lot of times called Facebook. Oh, ain't nobody coming back tonight. Ain't nobody. Oh, so-and-so, this chicken said that. Ah, this chicken said that. I'm going to peck on this chicken. I'm going to peck on that chicken. This chicken needs peck. No, that chicken. You can need some prayer. Get off of your Facebook and out of your own poopy mess and lift up God. Somebody say, change, change, 
change me, God. An eagle, an eagle, 10,000 feet. Here's a chicken. Stand up, get up, get up out of the chicken coop. Lift your hands up, say, change me. Change me. Stay with me, stay with me. Earthbound, earthbound. What's that scripture say? Hold on a second. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Now listen, we've laughed and we've had fun, but I've used it for a reason. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Mount up with wings as eagles. What does that mean? It means we shall do supernatural things. Supernatural things. It's not natural. Listen to this. My God, listen to this, because I won't tell you I've read it all my life, but I've never seen it like this. Isaiah 40 and 31, we shall run and not grow weary. It is not natural to keep running and never to feel weary. It's not natural. It's not natural. You just keep running. Huh? You just keep running. Oh my goodness. God promises supernatural power. And why does he promise that? He promises that, that we'd be able to do the supernatural task. Hmm. Psalms 121 and one said, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Lift up your eyes. Get out of the chicken coop. Get out of the barnyard. Every time you see a chicken, his head's down. Every time you see an eagle, his head is up. Can you imagine flying like an eagle? Seeing things that nobody else can see. Huh? Think about that in the barnyard. Those people that want to get on Facebook with you, Twitter, skitter, and ditter. TikTok and take a little walk. And they want to discourage you, those people that say, you go up to that holy roller church. You go up to that church where he's a cult leader. Let me tell you, I've been called a lot worse than a cult leader. You just tell them, hey, we're being taught, we're being teached uh, the word of God that we can come out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just look at them and say, listen, you spend the rest of your life in the barnyard if you want to, but I'm getting out of the barnyard. You can talk about us if you like, but I'm getting out of here and I ain't coming back. Do you hear me? Let me tell you what happened. Uh, when a chicken gets hurt, uh, a chicken uh, got his head down and he gets hurt. Let me tell you what happens to that chicken. He ends up in a boiling pot of water. Uh, I'm looking at him on Sunday dinner. Uh, hey, no weapon formed against me uh, shall prosper because greater is he uh, that is in me than he that is in the world. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. 
Nehemiah 8 and 10. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I got the joy. I got the joy. I got the joy of the Lord. Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We don't need to fear. God's presence is in us. Be silent. Wrap yourself up in God and watch God wrap himself around and in you. Listen to me. We are supernatural people because we are linked to a supernatural God. We are not linked to a dead God. God, do you hear me? We can do supernatural things because I'm the child. I am the son of the most high and I've got my inheritance and the spirit of the living God lives within us and we can do all things through Christ Jesus. Give him another hand clap and a shout of praise. You may say, well, don't you tell me, don't you tell me what we can do. Uh, but here's what Jesus said in John 14 and 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the words that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to the Father. Are the greater things, are the greater things being accomplished in your life? Be honest with me for a second. The NIV Bible in John 7 and 38, whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within him. What's coming out of you? Is it stale? Is it the rivers of living water bringing life to everything that's around you, the spirit of God? My goodness gracious. You gotta catch it. You got to catch it. Let me move on to the last one. We shall live victoriously in the hardest places of our daily routine. Amanda, you encouraged me. Amanda Book, I just caught a glimpse of her out of, I believe it was her. So many people in here. Been battling cancer for many years, several years now. Taken by emergency squad this week. UHC and then transported to Morgantown. As I said in a room, I've never in my life seen the joy of the Lord on somebody like that and nothing but positivity coming out of her mouth. Why? Because she's caught it. She's got it. We shall live victoriously, I'll say it again, in the hardest places in our life. Here's what Isaiah 40 and 31 says. They shall walk and not faint. Hmm. Notice it does not say that we shall run and not faint. It says we shall walk and not faint. You realize sometimes it's easier to run than it is to walk. Because when you're going through those difficult times, if you run, you get through it quicker. Sometimes we got to walk through some stuff. You just can't get through it quick like you want to. Ruby Mel been battling cancer, I know, over 10 years. I'm sure she'd have liked to ran through it and got it behind her. But you be silent before the Lord.
and you wrap yourself in him, he'll get you through it. Genesis 5 and 24, and Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. My, 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 my. Have you mounted up? Have you mounted up? I got a long way to go. But I'm gonna keep working on Bob. Change me, God. Change me. I had a CT scan last Saturday. My ribs where I had surgery about a year ago started bothering me again. And, and I let it get a, into my mind, that battle that I'm talking about. And I got a little just frustrated and disgusted. And I thought, God, I'm gonna have to go through this surgery again. I don't wanna go through this surgery again. I, hey God, do you not know that I don't wanna go? Have I not told you, God, that I don't want to go through this surgery again? And then I go to the hospital, man. And I left her and I said, God, what so many people are going through, what I'm going through is nothing. And my surgeon told me Thursday, I don't have to go through it. So I said, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. But whatever we've got to walk through, Jimmy, we'll walk through. Whatever we can run through, we'll run through. And if we're running, we won't get tired. And if we're walking with the heaviness of the world on us, we won't faint because we're in the Lord and the Lord is in us. Give him a hand, clap of praise. Come on, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Every head bowed and every eye, I'll tell you what, every head up and every eye open. If you're here this morning, you feel like you've been in the chicken yard and you'd like to fly like an eagle. You know what? You know what I hear all week long? All week long, even this morning, knock, knock on my desk, my office door. I don't know, about eight o'clock. I hear it all week long. Pastor, my family's a mess. Who's gonna be the one in your family to lead your family out of the barnyard? Who's gonna be the one that says, hey, I love you, but I'm flying higher. You watch me where I'm going. You might wanna follow. How many in the house, your family's going through some difficult times, huh? Well then if you wanna stay in the barnyard, you stay in your seat. But if you wanna fly higher, and that's where I wanna be, I wanna fly higher. Would you come to this altar this morning? Would you come? Come, from all over, just come and pray. Just come and pray, would you? Come and pray. Come, come. Come and talk to God. I want to see change. I want to hear reports at the end of this week. I want people come to me and say, Pastor, let me tell you what happened in my life. Let me tell you what happened in my family. Let me tell you what happened in my marriage. How God rekindled and the spark took off and now there's a flame. Let, let me tell you, Pastor, how I couldn't even stand to be in my own home and now we're holding hands and we're walking together. 
How many's got love, lost loved ones? Lost, lost in the house. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Get out of the barnyard. Get out of the chicken coop. Come forward and say, God, it's my turn. God, I've been praying. God, now I'm, I'm coming before you, God. And I'm going to speak it. Come. As every head is up and every eye is open. I'm not asking you if you're a good person. I'm not asking you if you're a member of a church. I'm going to ask you if you are born again. If the Spirit of God has touched your heart, you know that you've fallen short. You've never asked God to come into your life, never asked God to forgive you of your sins. Let me tell you, if death knocks on your door today, heaven will not be your home. So right where you're at this morning, if you'd like to surrender and give your life to Jesus Christ and get a brand new life, not, not reprogrammed, but a brand new life, lift your hand high right where you're at. Lift your hand high. I'll see your hand, sir. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. I'll see your hand, ma'am. Somebody else. 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 I know there's more. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Somebody else. Anybody. 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 Then you that raised your hand, I want you to pray this prayer out loud. Mean it from the bottom of your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, today I surrender and I give my life to you. From this day forward, God, help me to trust you. Teach me your ways. And Lord, I'll do the best that I can to follow you. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. Lord Jesus, forgive me. Write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 